This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Being fit at any age is vital to your overall health, but especially as we age. I personally have been a lifelong fitness advocate, which at the moment is three trips to the gym in a good week, each week with a focus on cardio and weights. And over the last year, I've been watching my colleague and friend, Liz Parker, as she's gone through a journey to change her life and get fit ahead of her 50th birthday. Liz Parker is the digital content editor at our sister station, The New Classical FM. And she joins me now in studio along with Keneela Lee, her personal fitness coach and trainer. Welcome both. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Liz, tell us your story, why you decided to begin this journey. Well, I've always been interested in fitness and I've done a lot of cardio, but I wanted to develop more strength and get my muscles in tone. And through my 40s, I realized that my... Um, what what do you call it when you're when you start to gain weight easily? Your metabolism yes, slows down. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it just disappeared basically. Right. And I wanted to approach aging in a healthy, humorous manner, basically. So I decided the lead up to fifty, my goal was to do one unassisted chin up. So I signed up for a personal trainer uh, for a year, twice a week, in order to accomplish that goal. And that's how I met Kenila. So, Kanila, when Liz joined you, when you first met her, what was she looking for? What did she say to you? She said that because of her Asian genetics, and, uh, <laughs> she was able to squat properly and that I, she would be consistent and committed. And I think those are the skills that anyone can have and anyone can um, actually, like, it doesn't require anything, but just your commitment and your motivation. And that's all it requires. And she said, anything you'll make me do, I might um, like roll my eyes and stuff like that, <laughs> complain, grunt, but I'll do it. And in terms of progress, I want to hear from both of you on how Liz has progressed over the course of a year. So um, we've been um, actually very consistent. Um, it's almost been a year now and she's able for regarding her pull ups. She's almost there. We have been um, working on different variations of her pull-ups, working on um, strengthening her back, working on core. And on top of that, we worked on big compound movements because she wanted to get strong overall. And um, throughout this year, we came across some obstacles um, together, um, some knee problems. Um, as we age, we know that um, joints become stiffer, mm -hmm. arthritis, osteoporosis, things like that. So what we did was to um, keep moving um, so that we can lubricate all her joints and get stronger overall. And in terms of your perspective, Liz, mm -hmm. uh, your progress through this journey? Well, I'd like to answer that by saying, uh, for those of you listening on the radio, we are all in the plank position as we do this <laughs> Just so you know how strong we all are. <laughs> and this um, is why I love working with Liz. <laughs> It's been actually amazing. Um, like the discipline aspect was not a problem for me at all. Like I showed up, uh, even when I wasn't feeling well or hadn't slept well. The only time I didn't show up if I was sweating in bed sick. 
Um, and that sense of discipline and work ethic really comes from the fact that I have your stereotypical tiger mom who is from Japan and I respond very well to strong disciplined Asian women like my personal coach here, um, as well as my ballet teacher who is from mainland China. And also I study classical piano very seriously for most of my life and there's a strong sense of discipline. And every time Kenila showed me a new move or a, the proper form and technique, it brought me right back to the days of having to do scales with the proper fingering, chords with proper fingering, arpeggios, all of that stuff that I learned doing Beethoven and Mozart sonatas applied directly to fitness. I couldn't believe the similarities. And I also study classical ballet. So that connection is a little more obvious because it's of the body. But the whole discipline, technique, form, doing things properly so you don't strain your back, exactly the same as when I danced or was a musician because musicians have strain and physical issues as well. And how surprisingly appropriate working for Classical FM mm. and being a classical musician and a piano teacher, an yep. accomplished piano teacher, that you were able to make that connection to very different disciplines. Yep. And yet the way to get better at it and stronger at it and perform well at it is to just get in there and practice. Absolutely. Like I told her early on that if you say you know, have you been to the gym to work out? I won't respond quite as well as if you say, have you been here to practice? As right. soon as I hear practice, I, I get it. I got to do the reps. So I think about practicing the moves over and over to excel as opposed to I have to work out at the gym. And I never really thought about weight loss or having a specific body type. I just wanted the ritual of healthy living to take shape more than anything else. And how do you feel? I feel empowered. Um, you know, I'm not concerned about what I look like as someone two weeks away from 50. I'm not worried about, uh, you know, the superficial side of things. It's more organic and within. And that is expressed physically. And yet you look great and you look Thank toned. You. And you look healthy. Yeah. For those of you on the live stream, I want you to check out my arms. Um, she like gave those arms place. to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And obviously that feels good from a, a vanity perspective, no question. But it's really the spirit and the soul that touches you. I want to now open up the phone lines to you since we have an expert personal trainer here in the studio with us, Kanila Lee uh, and and Liz, who has done the journey, uh, really ramped up her fitness over the last year to make that change as she enters her 50s. If you have any questions or comments of inspiration as well that you'd like to share, we would love to hear from you. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740. 40 for uh, a couple of things. Let's talk about those people who have been off the fitness track for a while and they're coming to you and they're 50 plus or they're 60 plus and they want to feel better. What would you advise them? Um, first, what you can do is just start um, just walking. You know, it's like it will relieve stress. And it's just the first steps, you know, like I understand how um, sometimes being out of um, like um, doing any physical activities for a long time is hard stepping into a gym. So maybe the first step is just starting, start walking. Now it's summer. Just enjoy some time out um, playing in a park, um, take some hikes, ride your bike. We just mm-hmm. talked about that before, um, which is great. And then if you need help, if you're, if you want, get a partner, go to the gym. If you don't know what to do, 
get some help at the gym, you know? Um, I feel like it's, there's nothing more than just asking for help. Um, as personal trainers, we're just here to give you the tools to be independent. And that's what I said to Liz. Like, I'm not here to babysit anyone. I'm just here to give you the tools to be independent, work on um, developing your strength um, so that outside of, your, of the gym, you can be more performant. You avoid any injuries and things like that. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Bruce is calling us from Lucan, Ontario. Hello. Hi, Bruce. Where's Lucan? Uh, just north of London. Okay, very good. Thank you for listening to us out in southwestern Ontario. What's your question or comment? Well, I, I can Sometimes I can get you loud and clear. I wish they would up the... Uh, uh, the output so I can hear you clearly all the time. <laughs> right. It depends on the time of day, but you can always hear us clearly yeah. at zoomerradio.ca. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Well, listen, I'm, I'm a 70 year old guy and, um, I run eight kilometers every second day. And on my alternate days, I'm a cyclist. I did 34 kilometers last night. Wow. Cool. And I'm still, you know, feeling re- uh, reasonably fit, but I'm wondering if there are, supplements that older people can take uh, to uh, build more muscle. I find my muscles are getting a little bit weaker and smaller, and I'd like to, to know what I can do to continue to develop muscle. Okay, I have a question for you in just a moment. I, now, Canila is a personal trainer, so I don't know if you have the expertise to advise on supplements or if you'd like to uh, make any suggestions for Bruce. Um, so, yeah, as a personal trainer, my scope of practice is giving um, people general guidelines. Um, but for a fact, I know that if you're a man and you're 70, you're doing great, Bruce. Um, eight kilometers jogging, cycling every day. This is great. Um, what you could do to maintain your muscle mass is keep working out. I know it's going to be hard to build more muscles as your testosterone level will decrease. But what you can do is still um, find your protein um, in first just your food eat more protein, and then supplement can come after. I'm not a registered dietitian, but I think you can refer to one dietitian to actually know a bit better what to take and help you towards that. Right. That's all part of the way your metabolism exactly. changes 50 plus as well, right? Exactly. You're not supposed yeah, to eat as many carbs. That's what I've definitely found. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's because, yeah, your metabolism is going to slow down. Um, with menopause as women, we're going to um, have some weight gain, things like that. So it's part of like finding what works for you and... Bruce, uh, did you find at a certain point along the way that you changed the way you uh, you ate your dietary program to feel stronger, to feel better? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm the phone is breaking up, so I missed a lot of what. No, I you was said. just I was just asking you if um, if you've changed the way you've uh, adjusted your diet as you've gotten older, more protein. Are you eating a healthy diet? You must be if you're if you're jogging eight kilometers every second day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I eat pretty much the same thing most days. Uh, I have a banana at breakfast, um, and then uh, and, a, and a cholesterol pill, and then at lunchtime I have two or three apples and a cheese sandwich, um, a couple of cookies, and then I have a well balanced meal <laughs> nice. at supper time. But I try to keep it fairly fairly light. Well, Bruce, you are an inspiration. Thank you for your call. Thank you. And seventy is young these days. There are all kinds of people at 70 who are at the gym. I'm sure you see them, Kanila, who um, 
are they are they if they've been going to the gym since they were 50 and they're now 70 uh are you advising when they're your uh clients uh, to change their program to adapt to their aging process of course um you will have to be um paying attention but it doesn't matter the age it it just matters um towards the person regarding the person they can be 70 but or 50 or 60, and they can be stronger than some of my 20 clients. So it doesn't matter their age. It's just their training age, meaning that if they have been working out for a very long time, I might be able to program for them even um, like with more um, challenge in their programs rather than someone who's 20, way younger, but has no training experience. So I will target more regarding their training age rather than their physiological age. Now, Liz, you said when you went at this uh, Mm -hmm. in a very dedicated way a year Mm -hmm. ago Mm -hmm. that the chin-ups were important to you to be able to do a chin-up. What have you found in addition to that through this process? Because you, I have seen you on your social media feed. It's lifting some very heavy weights. I said to Liz one morning, are you training for the Olympics? (laughs) Yeah, well, what's my personal best? Is it 210? 210 pounds? Yeah, um, I think a little bit, more. a little bit more. Two fifteen. Yeah. I I have found that this is just as much psychological as it is physical. Um, there's something about chin ups that brings women back to elementary school, where it was an automatic assumption: girls can't do that. Girls don't have the upper body strength. And being the youngest born to two older brothers, I had a problem with that. And I was always wanting to keep up with my brothers musically, you know, physically, all of that. Um, so I found the challenge for me was not so much physical. It was getting my brain around it. So there were a few things, few heinous things she made me do where I, th- I, I can't do this. I oh, blah, blah. And, and she actually trained me early on to say, you, you're not allowed to say I can't anything in here. So then I started to say... You probably say the same thing to your piano absolutely. students. <laughs> you are so memorizing this piece for next week. Exactly. Um, so then I started to say, well, I can't do this to d- today, um, <laughs> but I'll do it next week. And, and then over, over time, I, I got over that mental hump and the brain and the body align. And that's a beautiful thing when that happens, whether it's forming friendships, relationships, or working out, is when these things align and you get over yourself and go for it. So I found I've been getting over myself more and more and more, much in the way, you know, Anthony Bourdain taught me to get over my eating phobias. And I eat chicken's feet because I am. <laughs> so now I'm doing, you know, I, what do you call that back thing where your your body's jutting out and you're Good going... raised. That thing. It, it's It was absolutely... <laughs> frightening. And I really freaked out about it, but I I got over it and I can do it now. Right. Uh, Again, we want you to get involved in the conversation. I'd like to hear from more people like Bruce as well. (laughs) And women. And women. We want to hear from women. Yes. The 50 plus women who have a fitness regimen, who feel good. You feel good as you age because you've decided to go back at it. You've decided to make your health a priority. And that's an interesting transition that I found too. I mean, I'm an empty nester now, so I have all the time in the world. But as, as a parent, you all 
always feel guilty to take that time out for yourself when you could be spending it with your kids. But there, in my opinion, and, and, and uh, Kanila, you can tell me as well, you're investing in their future because you're going to live longer. You're going to feel better for longer. Exactly. It's investing in your health. You're going to be able to spend more time with them, enjoy physical activity outside and things like that. And there's something that I realized working with... Um, some parents is that they, they told me like they they never had the example. They never saw their parents working out. So they never knew that it was something that they could do. So I think by leading by example, um, so investing in your time, um, you're going to give also your children that example of, hey, you can actually spend um, some time on your own working towards um, improving your health. And that's how you're going to be more performing outside of the gym and things like that. fit at 50 50 plus 60 70 80 and on and on I'm, and uh, here in studio with me is liz parker she's my colleague here at zoomer media digital content editor at our sister station classical fm she's been on a year-long journey to get fit at 50 along with her personal trainer and coach Kanila lee uh you know i think about as we run through the the decades seeing hazel mccallion walk in the canada day parade at age 98 recently on the cover of Zoomer magazine. I mean, fitness is really until your last day, right, Canela? Exactly. It's like a long-term like um, plan that you, and you set yourself for that, you know, like it doesn't matter when you start, you just have to be committed and it's a lifestyle. Right. I wanted to ask you about um, the right amount of cardio, the right amount of weight training and the right amount of calories to stay healthy 50 plus because I'm about to turn 54 and I noticed I noticed that shift at 50 where before I could have my 1800 to 2000 calories a day and maintain my weight. Now it's 1500 to maintain my weight. That's not very much food. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. As you, as you age, your metabolism will start to slow down a little bit, but you can counterbalance that by keep working out, keep your, the integrity of your muscle mass. And that's why weight training is important. Um, as we speak about weight training, um, the right amount, like generally the guidelines, um, would want, um, someone to train, strength train three, t- two to three times a week and do cardio, um, at least twice a week. Um, but that could be bro- broken down. Like it doesn't have to be like, a two session. It could be maybe walk every day, maybe take steps, um, 20 minutes, um, walk every day. Building it into your lifestyle as well as going to the gym, take the stairs, cycle to work. Right. Because Liz, it sounds like um, much of your gym practice, I'll call it practice, not workout, is related to weight training and you do your cardio outside of the gym. I I do. I mean, I I was a very avid jogger up until September when my left knee, you know, gave me a lot of pain. I had to stop jogging. So that really threw me for a loop. So fortunately, cycling is really good for, it's either arthritis or some kind of a ligature, ligature, ten, I don't know, thing, muscle tear. Low impact. (laughs) Yes, keeping a low impact. So I've been cycling a lot, uh, walking, elliptical. uh, Thank God for Netflix on my phone to keep that going. (laughs) Yes. Just, you have to be flexible. You can't be rigid. And, you know, just showing up to the gym or making it part of your lifestyle. I do take the stairs. I was traveling recently and I had my suitcase and I took the stairs with my suitcase. Um, So it helps you in all aspects of life. 
And that's the thing too, Kanila, when, um, in terms of your workout, some of it is at the gym, but a lot of it needs to be incorporated into your lifestyle. So it's the whole, it's the getting up from your desk, right? And making sure you're a little bit active on the days you're not at the gym. Exactly. It, as we said, it's part of your lifestyle. What we do at the gym is just to practice move, daily movements that you do, um, but you you might not do them properly so that in your everyday life, when you do them, just like Liz mentioned, she had to travel um, lifting her suitcase. If she doesn't know how to hinge properly, she might injure her lower back. I already had clients um, for summer. They just wanted to carry their luggages. Oh, I, I braced my core, man, yeah. when I lifted that suitcase. <laughs> and that's why the importance of bracing your core, learning how to hinge, learning how to bend your knees properly, things like that. Has Liz told you how she now changes the water cooler in the newsroom? <laughs> I saw that. I'm very See? proud of that. Yes. <laughs> now she's more independent. She doesn't need to ask for help. Right. And I think that's something that I'd love to share is that strength training is just a tool for you to be more independent. In terms of that first step into the gym to get the help, because you say, you know, you enjoy that when clients come in and say, just help me, help me organize my life so that I can get fit. Uh, Getting over that hurdle. A lot of people feel self-conscious. If it's a mixed gym, they may not feel if you're a woman that you want to be in an environment with men. What would you say to that person listening? Um, I would say you have to first take that step get into a gym and there's always people that will help you. You are more than welcome. This is your place. Um, no one can tell you you don't belong to a gym or you don't belong to this place um, because of the way you look or how you feel. If you want to be there, just come, show up, and it's a we'll huge support network. You. I think that's yeah. what people don't understand: is the trainers and other people who are working out there are just happy to see you there, yes. and everyone is rooting for each other, yeah. which is fantastic. And you see all shapes and sizes, all ages. I've seen teenagers, I've seen seniors. It's not a Baywatch beach scene no it's not it's not it's about getting strong and fit and not fitting a template of the quote hot bod right it's getting fit and I remember you saying that at the beginning of the journey, you wanted a hot bod at 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you, I mean, that you've done that. I, well, I hope so. But, uh-huh. but that, but it, you went into it with a different mindset. Now you say you, it wasn't, it's not all about that, right? No. It's the way you feel internally. Yeah. And that affects your, your personality. You're happier. You're stronger. You're brighter. You're more confident. It, it's all good. There's nothing bad about going to a gym. So approaching your 50th birthday, and we're going to have a little girls lunch to celebrate as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now that you've done it, you did the the year long fit at fifty. Mm-hmm. Now, for the next fifty years, how are you going to approach fitness? Well, um, once I fully achieve that one unassisted chin up, the goal is two in a row. <laughs> See, you can always progress, yeah. Right. So, if I can do two in a row, that will be a huge thrill. And basically, just to stay moving and active for the rest of my life is really the goal. And if I wind up in a wheelchair, then I will work my arms in wheelchair up and down the halls. Uh, to follow Liz as her journey continues, uh, let's give out some of your social media. <laughs> uh, Liz PR uh, at Facebook and uh, La Fumico on Facebook. Uh, no, Liz PR at Twitter and Liz PR on uh, Instagram. Right, Liz PR, uh, because public relations is part of mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kanila, thank you so much for coming in today and thank sharing you your knowledge. Me. I'd like to give you a little plug as well if somebody would like to reach out to you to be a client uh, and any contact 
contact information you'd like yes. to pass along? Um, my Instagram is k k e dot n y dot l a. So Kenila, and in between each syllable, a dot. Okay, k e dot n y dot l a. That's your yes. Instagram. Yes, and um, I have a website that is coming soon, but um, it's www dot kenila dot com. Kenila.com, K-E-N-Y-L-A.com. We will look for that. Thank you. Have a safe and healthy summer. Thank uh, Liz, you. congratulations. Thank you very much, Jane. Kenila, thank you for your time. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.